1: And welcome in, everybody. It is our latest edition. Oh, the holidays are going on. Bow, wow, rough, rough. It is Three Dog Thursday. It is time for some underdogs that uh, could involve the NFL. Probably will involve a pro football, may also involve bowl games. For God's sake, there are 723 bowl games. We are going to look strongly at some of those as well this week. I am your somewhat lucid host, TJ Reeves, and let's welcome in the first of our guest prognosticators along with me. He is from Vegas Insider, senior handicapper and writer. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. A Festivus for the rest of us. Happy bowl season. Happy end of the NFL season to Kevin Rogers. Good to have you back, sir.
0: TJ, it's good to be back. And, yes, a lot going on over the next few weeks uh, before the new year and obviously a lot of college football to pay attention to now that we're into the bowl season so uh it's a very very busy time of year
1: okay so are you like me that uh when they when they got beyond like 30 bowl games it was ridiculous and now that we have 40 50 72 bowl games including teams with losing records playing each other we've reached the point of absurdity have we not with the bowls real quick
0: It's very absurd, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on which way you look at it, or what I do. It's just better for business that there's more bowl games, so... We can sell a lot more packages on a lot of these bowls, and the Camellia Bowl, and the <laughs> Cure Bowl, and uh, this bowl, and that the bowl. The famous so Idaho kind of
1: Potato Bowl, the Poulan Weed Eater Bowl, all those bowls, right? Get them all in.
0: I, the Blockbuster Bowl, the CarQuest Bowl, it all works out for us. So so it is good, in a sense, to pay attention to it. But, you know, yes, in all reality, it is ridiculous that you're 5-7, you have to play in a bowl. But that's their fault for... Uh, for locking up all these bowls and not having enough teams to play in them. So they shouldn't have all the bowls, but it is what it is, and chances are we'll probably have more bowls moving ahead.
1: Oh, oh please, please no. Please. But maybe it will be. Television rules the world on that, and ESPN wants lots of programming. That being said, there are numerous bowl games that you could be looking at a doggy, a college football doggy, this weekend or early next week before we're back around next week for the pre-Christmas edition of Three Dog Thursday. Uh are you gonna are you gonna go college at all? Do you have any do you have a college underdog that strikes you in any of these bowl games or no?
0: I don't. I actually on Saturday I like a few of the favorites, but if this was three favorite Thursdays and I'd be <laughs> able to take a few of them, but that's not the name of the show, so I have a couple favorites that I like on Saturday, so no, I don't really have any great leans for the bowls, uh for the first, uh, you know, uh, handful or
1: so. Yes, and of course it gets bigger and better next weekend, and then obviously the New Year's six games, including the college football playoff games, will be very large. We'll have fun with all of that. So that being said, that leaves us with the NFL. Now, a week ago, you were one and two in the NFL. You want to thank publicly the Washington Redskins for coming through for you uh, against the Chicago Bears, but unfortunately the 49ers and the Cowboys didn't get it done for you. So now you're going to try to bounce back and go back with three NFL underdogs this week, huh?
0: Yes, I am, and uh, I took the Redskins last week. They beat Chicago on the road, and I'll start with my first pick being the Chicago Bears, that they're going to Minnesota this week to take on the Vikings in an NFC North battle, and you know, the Bears' last two weeks, they were favored against San Francisco and lost. They were favored against Washington and lost. They played pretty well on the road this year. And uh, I'm not going to say great, but at least better than home. And you look at the Vikings, and I feel like, you know, I've said this to you all year about the Vikings that every time I've gone against the Vikings at home, that I've lost. And when I took them the one time against Green Bay, I lost. So it's been kind of tough to figure them out. But, you know, with Minnesota, I feel like they've been exposed a little bit the last few weeks. And I understand that they played Seattle and Arizona, two of the top teams in the NFC the last uh, few weeks, and lost. But I look at Chicago and They lost to Minnesota on a last second field goal the first time they played at Soldier Field, and now they're going to Minnesota, uh, you know, as about a five point underdog. I just think that the Bears, even though down the stretch they haven't played that well, they do want to play the spoiler role, and uh, they have looked good on the road so far this year, uh, getting points several times. And with Minnesota, I feel like they've cleaned up a lot at home against teams, you know, that they should beat. I mean, granted, they beat the Chiefs earlier this year when they were struggling. They beat Detroit, who's not good. They beat San Diego, who's not good. I just think that this will be a close game, and I'll take the points with the
1: Bears. Well, and obviously for my Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are playing on Thursday night, and again, if you're listening to this after Thursday, you already know what the Bucs did or didn't do in St. Louis. If the Bucs have any playoff hopes, they have to win that game, and they need Minnesota in particular to lose a couple of times. So it it's, is the season for scoreboard watching. So if the Bucks do come through on Thursday, they'll be very intently watching this matchup because they need a couple of Minnesota losses, and then they play Chicago, obviously. The Bucks do themselves next week. So we'll see. Uh, how that works out. All right, so that's underdog number one in the NFC North showdown. Where are you going next for doggy number two?
0: For number two, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. They're traveling cross-country to Pittsburgh this week to take on the Steelers, who I think won the AFC championship last week. That's what kind of felt like after they beat the Bengals. And everyone's <laughs> kind of propped them up as now the team to beat in the AFC after Andy Dalton broke his thumb. And, uh, yes, the Steelers are a very good team. But, you know, the Broncos coming off a disappointing loss at home to the Raiders last week. And, uh, yes, Brock Osweiler still, I guess, finding his groove in a sense. But then again, it's either Brock Osweiler or Peyton Manning, who had awful numbers this year. So it's better off that they're with Osweiler. You You really uh, Let me stop you. You
1: really believe that. You really believe that if Peyton Manning has not healed up some here in the last a few weeks of resting, that he doesn't give them the best chance to win a huge game at the end of the season or a playoff game, you believe that Osweiler gives them the better chance?
0: How do you say Peyton when you look at his numbers? They've been awful. I mean, Peyton had, in week two, the game against Kansas City that he came back at the end with the Chiefs threw that game away. Peyton played well, but also, that fumble return for a touchdown has nothing to do with Peyton. So, he gets credit for that even though, really, the Denver defense helped lift them. And, I understand what you're saying, but, you know, how, do you, how, if you're Gary Kubiak, how do you answer to the masses if you put Peyton back in a playoff game and he looks awful and you got pulled to put Osweiler back in anyway, that if Osweiler is maybe the future of this franchise, I don't know. I just think that with Peyton, that the numbers are so bad. And if he's, if he was hobbled before and now he's coming off this, I can't think he's 100%. I don't know. I think that Kubiak has got a very tough decision to make, but I don't know how you go back to Peyton. But uh, at least with this game, though, coming up on Sunday, that Denver's played well as an underdog this season, and they still want to lock up that AFC West title. And you know what? They still have a chance to get a first round bye. With now, uh, with Cincinnati seemingly falling off with uh, Andy Dalton out, that they can still get the first round bye along with New England. That, you know, you look at Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's played well. They're a really good team. And they've gotten very fortunate recently to play not great quarterbacks. We'll have that coming up. They'll face Johnny Manziel. They'll face whoever comes out of Baltimore, whoever's a healthy quarterback. Now they get Osweiler. But Osweiler is better than some of these guys, and I think getting the points here will be uh, beneficial and taking the points at Denver.
1: Okay. we'll see. I, I still believe, though, Pittsburgh. I, I disagree with you. I think Pittsburgh wins this game, and then John Elway in particular has got a real mess here on do they go back to Peyton Manning, where they have to win a game or two to try to get the bye, maybe win a playoff game, or or do they ride this out with Osweiler and and go into a free fall, and then what? So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Denver. Okay, quickly, as Kevin Rogers, senior handicapper and writer, VegasInsider.com, is with us on Three Dog Thursday, go to underdog number three, and where might you go?
0: Do you remember Dave Brown by any chance? I do.
1: Former quarterback. Dave Brown was
0: the backup. He was the backup quarterback for the New York Giants, yep, yep. and late in 1998, he helped lead the Giants, you just mentioned his name, past John Elway and the Broncos, when the Broncos were, I believe, 13-0, and they beat him at the Meadowlands. Like
1: 16-13. I remember, I remember, they had, they had okay, won, going so. back to the previous season, they had won the Super Bowl and then won 13 straight regular season games, right, right, Dave Brown and the Giants.
0: So do you see where I'm going with
1: this one? I feel a theme involving 13 and0 and the Giants
0: exactly well uh, the quarterback for the Giants now is a little more accomplished than Dave Brown and that's Eli Manning and they're coming off a nice win on Monday night over the Dolphins and now they host the Carolina Panthers who are undefeated on sat on uh, on Sunday afternoon and Carolina yes they've been a great story this year they're coming off a blowout in the Atlanta team that's pretty much mailed it in but Remember when Carolina was on the road last, was at New Orleans, and they had to go back and forth with the Saints, and Carolina eventually won that game, but they didn't end up covering the number. And now Carolina this week is laying 5-5.5 five, five against the Giants, where you know the Giants they came up short against the Patriots earlier this season at home. And we know how many times the Giants have blown a lot of these games, that they're in this three-way tie atop the NFC East, along with Washington and Philadelphia. They want to win this division. Now, obviously, playing Carolina is not going to be easy, but we know that the Giants are better than their record indicates. They should be above 500. they They've blown several leads at the end this year. I like the Giants this week, TJ. I just think that, uh, you know, Carolina, they can have all the fun they want. They can take pictures on the sidelines while the game is still going on. That's (laughs) great. They pretty much have, you know, the number one seed locked up. But still, going on the road, playing a team that, You know, the Giants could create some havoc if they get in the playoffs. They have one of the best athletes in the league in Odell Beckham Jr. You know, the defense, you know, even though it has been great at times, still they get Jason uh, Pierre-Paul back. He's been there for the last month or so, which is a big help. I just think that the Giants, that they can hang with Carolina if not beat them.
1: Well, and the Giants still alive in the comical NFC East where everybody's under 500. Giants still alive uh, right now for the wild card, too. A lot of incentive to play, shorter week for them. We'll see. Carolina going for history, uh, and we'll see if they go uh, all out down the stretch here, even if they have things locked up for home field advantage in the NFC. We will find out. All right, so uh, speaking of finding out, let's find out more. Give me a second here and tell me more about VegasInsider.com. With all the bowl games starting and the NFL and everything else you have going on, tell me more.
0: Yeah, there's so much going on right now. It's very busy. We have our Bowl Central all set up for each of the three weeks In uh, you know for all these bowls. You can get all the information on each of these bowls, bowl history for each team, all their ATS results from the year. It's all organized where you just click on whichever bowl you want, and uh, it's laid out nicely with the logos and everything, so you can find it uh, very quickly so you can do your research on these bowl games also are fine handicappers. They have picks posted for a lot of these games, at least early, and then more of them will start to populate once we get into some of the better bowl games next week. We have a few weeks left in the NFL season heading into the playoffs, so keep an eye on you know everything that, that you need to prepare for, not only for the final three weeks of the regular season, but also for the postseason and the Super Bowl coming up. In California, so all of that is up ahead NBA, college basketball, you have conference play starting in a few weeks, in college hoops. So, really, it's a very busy time of year. You can follow us on Twitter at TwitBI, or, of course, check out our website at VegasInsider.com.
1: That is the voice of Kevin Rogers. Love his input and his underdog prognostication every week on Three Dog Thursday. Kevin, again, going all NFL, doesn't like any of the college bowl doggies, at least for now, between now and next Thursday. That doesn't mean that you won't go doggy bound for the bowl games at some point in the next two weeks, right? You could still, you, you might, you might go underdogs. You might go three college underdogs next week. Everybody's got to find that out once the, some more of the bowl games crank up, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. And there's a lot more games coming up. So uh, next week when we speak, that uh, chance are probably have at least one or two uh, college doggies
1: in there. there could be. I and mean, this week it's NFL. The Bears, the Broncos, and the Giants are Kevin's three pro, pro football underdogs for this week. Uh, listen, I-, I love the insight. Uh, happy football watching because there's going to be so much... Uh, college and bowls and NFL games that matter over the next three weeks. We're just going to gorge on all of it. Kevin, thank you. We appreciate it. Good luck with the underdogs.
2: All right, TJ. Thank you, you
1: too. And we will continue on Three Dog Thursday. Wayne Curtis, who went 3-for-3 again last week on Three Dog Thursday. He was the only one of us that believed in the Army uh, Knights of the Hudson, the Cadets. Wayne will be gloating coming up as Three Dog Thursday continues. Stay with us. College football fans, are you ready for the upcoming playoff? Well, certainly if you're Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, or the Big Ten Champ, you're looking really good. You want to look even better? Well, then go to SmackApparel and SmackApparel.com and get outfitted with the best in college theme in your face tees. Smack Apparel has got the Clemson Party like it's 1981 shirts ready to go. That's the last time the Tigers won the championship. If you're a Bama fan, they've got those they only hate us cause they ain't us shirts commemorating the 15 Alabama titles. You can yell boomers. Sooner for Oklahoma, Michigan State in Sparty Green, and Iowa black and gold depending on who wins that Big Ten title game. One thing is for sure, the best selection in-your-face shirts can be found at SmackApparel.com. And here's a great offer. Use the promo code In 15 You can buy one shirt and get the next one half off. Go to SmackApparel.com for the very best in college theme in in-your-face shirts. It's SmackApparel.com, and that promo code again, In 15
0: Dogs are barking. Who will get it done this week? Three Dog Thursday now continues. Here again is T.J. Reeves.
1: Yeah, we're back and it is the bowl season coming up in college football this weekend. Again, a bevy of games there. Also the full slate in pro football. And uh, we we do roll back in with the man. We are bowing. I know it's radio on Three Dog Thursday, but this man is rolling. Wayne Curtis, the founder, the owner, uh, the operator of Smack Apparel and SmackApparel.com, once again comes through with three underdogs, the fourth time this season. You are now in the lead over me and over Kevin Rogers of VegasInsider.com with four correct weeks on Three Dog Thursday, getting all three underdogs correct. The Army Cadets, the uh, Oakland Raiders, the Pittsburgh Steelers, all very good to you last week, my friend. Congrats.
2: Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to sell my services. 99 cents for your (laughs) lifetime, and you get my pick.
1: Yeah, 99 cent per pick for the rest of your life. For the way that, and that, you would end up making some uh, some serious cash if these underdogs continue to come through on the ninety nine cent. Well, should if,
2: have been ch- if I had only wagered.
1: Well, but I, you believed in Army when I did not, and Kevin did not last week, and the Cadets were right in that game the entire way, even with Keenan Reynolds, the outstanding Navy quarterback, having a good game. We talked about him not being invited to the Heisman last week. Uh, you got to give it up for the Black Knights of the Hudson. They hung in in that football game.
2: They hung tough in that classic rival. I mean, what what a game that always is. It you know, it obviously doesn't have the accolades of you know the big time programs, but just historic and what it stands for for those young men. And of course, the seniors are usually their last football game they'll ever play, so always neat to watch.
1: It is a lot I don't of know fun. that
2: I'd want to be there, though. It's always a little too chilly. for.
1: It is a little cool. It is a little emotional at the end when they stand there for the alma maters. It's it's uh, one of the poignant moments in sports every year to watch that for the Army and the Navy guys. So they hung in, and you and I had the Steelers, uh, who were outright winners, and you had the Raiders in Denver, an outright winner, easily covering the eight points. So now I think a lot of the audience is going to be anxious to hear these underdogs uh, from you, Wayne. So let's go first to the college ranks. Our our uh, our senior handicapper from VegasInsider.com, Kevin Rogers, did not like any of the games this weekend or early next week as underdogs. He only liked some of the favorites that were there for the college bowl plays. We should disclose to the audience, we do this from time to time, we're both in Tampa, in the Tampa-St. Pete-Clearwater area. USF Bulls, South Florida, out of Tampa, playing in the Miami Beach Bowl against Western Kentucky. That's a very interesting bowl game and one that I am leaning heavily towards. What Do you do You like USF maybe in that Miami Beach Bowl coming next um, week? I'm,
2: I'm picking Willie Taggart and the USF Bulls from Tampa, Florida, our home, to beat straight up his bowl team team. <laughs> The Western Kentucky
1: Hilltoppers. Yeah, that's uh, it's fascinating that it is kind of the Willie Taggart Bowl in this instance. And uh, Western with the great stats from the uh, quarterback, Brandon Dowdy, who threw for over 4,500 yards this year, uh, and they won the Conference USA Championship. But I, I, USF's got an outstanding defense, Wayne. I know you know this. they got a great running back in Marlon Mack that a lot of the country doesn't know about. They, they plowed through the last four or five games of their schedule and won them all, saved Willie Taggart's job. And now I'm with you. I think, I think they're going to win this game outright as an underdog with Western Kentucky down in Miami. Plus, I
2: think they'll, you know, they'll, they'll get some USF fans down there. They should, they better. Down to Miami and South Beach. I mean, what a great place to spend uh, December
1: for sure. a few days.
2: So I'm pick, I'm picking the bowl.
1: We're bullish on the bulls. Like Both like of us are bullish on the bulls uh, for a college bowl game, and that one is coming again early next week. On Monday, so all right. Now we'll move to the pro. You don't like another college bowl underdog, correct? Between now no, and, sir. and not,
2: not till next week, we get into a few more juicy college. Yeah,
1: games. there's some better ones that are going to be coming. So where do we want to go in the NFL? What do you like first for an underdog, Wayne?
2: Well, I like the Eagles. They're at home. They've got that warm weather team from Arizona coming up to Chile, Philly, and Philly is getting three and a half, I believe. So I think the home team. Hey, last time I checked, they beat the old
1: Patriots, right? Yes, and uh, and and last week I had them at home beating Buffalo as an underdog. They're once again an underdog. Arizona, of course, trying to lock up uh, a bye, trying to lock up a home playoff game, still chasing at the moment Carolina uh, for the number 1 seed. But the Eagles are a different team, Wayne, with Sam Bradford as the quarterback. Speaking of the Tampa Bay area and the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers pummeled the Eagles in Philadelphia with Mark Sanchez at quarterback. But really, the last two weeks in that Patriot game and last week with the Bills, Sam Bradford has played well. They're a different team with him at the helm. I kind of like this pick against the uh, the Cardinals with the Birds.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, and they're getting three and a half. So uh, they're home. They've got the quarterback back. Um, they're in contentions, crazy as it is, for the, uh,
1: <laughs> for the NFC East. Yeah.
2: Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, I, I like the to pick, too.
1: Okay. I like it a lot. All right, so that's Philadelphia. That game, by the way, has been moved to Sunday night. It was originally an afternoon game. It's now been moved to Sunday night, flexed on NBC is the Sunday night game. Uh, for that. One. So you need one more underdog earlier in the day here as we talk with Wayne Curtis of SmackApparel.com. He's going to give you great information on some of the the theme shirts that we have from SmackApparel.com coming up in a couple of moments. We need one more underdog for three dog Thursday. Wayne, what do you like?
2: I'm going with the big line Baltimore Ravens at home from the visiting Kansas City Chiefs, who obviously need this game to stay in contentions for the AFC wild card, but I like the seven-and-a-half at-home Baltimore.
1: Now, the, the Baltimore got lit up by Russell Wilson and, and uh, Seattle last week. Uh, in Kansas City's case, they have only won only seven games in a row at this point. After being one and five, mm-hmm. they've now won seven straight. What leads you to think that Baltimore gets their act together with no Joe Flacco uh, they're having to play uh, games at quarterback right now. Jimmy Clausen was the quarterback last week. Why do you like the Ravens in this spot? you think they catch you know, Kansas City? It's
2: just, yeah, I do. And, I, you know, seven and a half on the road in a in cold environment. I just think, uh, I just like the seven and a half. It's kind of a gut this week. I, You know, I've been lucky, so what the heck. I'm just going <laughs> to uh, take it. Take cool. it I've got some real thoughts on the other games, but this one I just said, you know what, I think it's going to be one of those weird where yeah. Baltimore
1: plays well. Something, they're back, they're something stands out about Ravens at home and a lot of points in a game that Kansas City should win. And who are we to doubt you when you have come through in three of the last four weeks now? The man that is joining us, Wayne Curtis, has picked all three underdogs successfully. So don't just poo-poo this Ravens pick against the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. But what a, what a story they have been. Uh, winning seven games in a row after the 1-5 start for Andy Reid and company. They've gotten their act together. That's for sure. All right, so there are the underdogs. Let's talk for a couple of moments about Smack Apparel. You mentioned with the college football bowls, the college football playoff coming up. We've been touting for the last couple of weeks and running the ads uh, everywhere that you've got the great college-themed shirts, the Clemson shirt. Let's talk about that shirt again. Uh, it's, it's a It's a neat throwback to the last time they won the title. Go ahead, Wayne.
2: Well, you know, yes, 1981 and Danny Ford led the Clemson Tigers to a victory in the Orange Bowl and they clinched their only national championship. So, obviously, uh, Clemson fans would like to repeat that same magic this year. So, on an orange shirt, we've got, I want to party, like it's 1981. (laughs) And then, stand below it, it's Glendale or Bust, and in the back it says, come on, let's do this. So that's, yeah, the Clemson fans are going nuts. You know, it's funny is the Bama fans, sorry if you're Bama fans out there, they just aren't that, I mean, I guess they're just yawning and saying, wake me up when we get Sweet 16. <laughs> Although we do have a shirt that says, let's make 15 Sweet 16. Yeah, so we got that shirt. You know, another uh, edition we have uh, this week, it's on our website, really neat. I mean, really neat. It's a round, 17 and a half inch, embossed, sign, perfect for any man cave. And of course it it plays off our theme of our meet Dick. (laughs) So the one I'm holding is for Ravens fans since I did pick them not to win but to cover. Right. And there's our 50s guys in the middle and on his button he's in a suit and tie on his button it says Pittsburgh and the sign says meet Dick. Dick is a Steelers fan. And of course at the bottom of this sign it says don't be a dick. (laughs) (laughs) But these are great gifts for anybody that's got a a fan that hates another team. We've also got our, our, we call it the Stay Victorious, although the metal sign doesn't say that. It's a 14-by-12-inch metal sign and the same theme. And we did did this for about 30 teams this year where, let's say, if we're Steeler fans, Black and Gold, it would say, our own guy, he's got a cocktail, he's in in a tuxedo, he says, I don't often hate, but when I do, I prefer to hate the Baltimore Ravens. But we've got that, you know, Michigan against Ohio State, Michigan State against Michigan, uh, Yankees, Red Sox.
1: Got a little Alabama-Auburn in there, too, for the Bama fans. Oh, heck,
2: heck, yeah. Florida, Florida State, Denver, Oakland, Kansas City, Denver, uh, Cowboys, Redskins, Packers, Bears, you know, Minnesota Packers, etc. All the all the big rivalries we've got it covered. So these, this is kind of a new introduction to our product line, doing very well. Uh, but a perfect gift for 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 the holidays and for Christmas, if you know somebody, or hell, you just want one yourself. Sure. Um, We've got those now on our website, too. So that's so, pretty cool.
1: Again, whether you want the shirts, whether you want the signs, and we got a special offer exclusively on this show, Three Dog Thursday. If you use the promo code right now, Thursday, they can buy one, get one, half off on the signs or on the shirts, but they got to use that promo code Thursday. And you've got free shipping right now for the holidays through Christmas and the end of the year. There are so many incentives for them to go to smackapparel.com and order and buy because you're going to get it to them in time for Christmas whenever they need it, as soon as possible, and they've got free shipping coming too, right, Wayne?
2: Yeah, yeah, we've got real-time inventory, so if we get the order in, we get it out.
1: No doubt. So again, whether it's the in your face theme shirts for Clemson and Alabama and Oklahoma and Michigan State fans for the college football playoff, whether it's the Fan Cave or the Man Cave signs, go to smackapparel.com. See all about it. Remember the promo code at checkout is Thursday to buy one, get one 50% off. We're anxious uh, to let you save some money from Three Dog Thursday. Wayne, good luck with USF in the bowl game, South Florida in the Miami Beach Bowl, the Ravens and the Eagles, two more birds for you. If you get another three underdogs correct, this this becomes your show. I, I think you become the host at that point if it's four out of five weeks with you picking all the underdogs right. So good luck. Well,
2: thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to have to go home and uh, eat another bowl of Lucky Charms.
1: And in our remaining moments, it is time for me to go on the record with our guest prognosticators. I do like those USF Bulls. Marlon Mack running the ball against Western Kentucky, uh, an underrated USF defense that won a bunch of big games down the stretch of the season, including beating Temple, including beating Cincinnati's Brains in uh, at the end of the year. Uh, polishing off a UCF 0-12 season by blowing them out. Uh, I think Willie Taggart gets this victory against his old school against Western Kentucky in that Miami Beach Bowl. In the NFL, I will go partial again to Tampa. Thursday night, Buccaneers must win against the Rams. Give me Buccaneers getting the point and a half on the VegasInsider.com line at St. Louis that has nothing to play for. Again, if you're hearing this show afterwards, you already know if I'm right or wrong. On Buccaneers, So I'm going with two Tampa-themed teams, and obviously I have a vested interest being part of the Bucs broadcast in the Bucs winning that game, but I think they will win that game and keep their playoff hopes alive in the NFC wildcard race for another weekend. And I'm going to agree with Wayne. Why not back Wayne's picks? I like the Eagles Sunday night football to beat Arizona at home. Chip Kelly's got that team revitalized. Sam Bradford playing better at quarterback. They waded through all the controversy about whether he was going to last as the coach. They've righted the ship. Uh, Arizona – uh, comes in uh, confident needs to win but i think philadelphia plus the three and a half is going to win the game outright so i'll go usf buccaneers on the road getting a point and a half on three dog thursday and eagles at home you can follow this show on twitter at three dog thursday go to three to find out more about where you can hear it we thank you for being with us good luck to our guests with their underdogs Uh, Happy bowling with the College Bowls and another NFL weekend. I'm T.J. Reeves. Good luck with all the underdogs this weekend, as always, on Three Dog Thursday.